0: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us. Be sure and rate the show on iTunes. And I also want to encourage you to pick up your copy of Tales of the Damn Night. We just got our 20th uh, rating, so four stars with uh, 20 ratings. The book is a superhero comedy, available as a paperback, uh, as a Kindle edition, and as an audiobook version through Audible.com or through the iTunes store. Uh, if you do purchase the Kindle book version, you can get the audiobook uh, for only ninety nine more at Audible.com. All right, well, let's go ahead and take a listen to our uh, new serial as we resume with the regular serials. It's time for The Dead Voice, Part 1. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Path. E, E, P, Path. (laughs) Kellogg's Path, the sunshine Serial presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Batman tells the Man of Steel the incredible fact that the anonymous perpetrator of Robin's threatening letters and telephone calls, Eric Larson, died two weeks previously. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, which is it? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a button? Well, you never can tell until you open your package of Kellogg's Pet and see which of those three kinds of prizes you'll get. So every prize is always an exciting surprise. It might be one of Pep's 18 slick comic buttons, picturing one of your favorite comic strip characters to pin on your beanie cap or your jacket. Or uh, it might be a model fighting plane, one of seven thrilling plane models in the series, all made of colored cardboard and easy to assemble. Or your next pep prize might be a beautiful full-color bird picture from a series of 24, each with a description on the reverse side so that you can name and know any of these birds around. And say, speaking of birds, you'll sure be an early bird to the breakfast table when Kellogg's Pep heads the menu. Because every spoonful of these crisp whole wheat flakes is brimming with cool come on. Each spoonful is a treat in itself. Why, every bowl of pep just about doubles the fun of breakfast. Yes, sir, you'll say that catchy pep flavor is strictly terrific. So get going, gang. Ask Mom for Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, and look for your prize inside the package. Now, the adventures of Superman. Summoned by Batman, the one individual who is aware of his double identity, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, listens to an amazing story concerning Batman's young companion, Robin. It was the story of how Robin's father and mother had been literally murdered by a man named Eric Larson. And of how Batman, though unable to prove the double murder, had succeeded with Robin's help in sending Larson to jail for extortion. But yesterday, as you remember, Batman told Clark Kent that he had been receiving threatening letters and phone calls from a man he was certain was Eric Larson. Believing Larson had been paroled, Batman contacted the warden at the state prison only to be told that Larson had died in the prison two weeks previously. As we continue now in the living room of Batman's house, he has just dropped this bombshell into Clark Kent's lap. For a long moment, Kent is silent. Then, when did you receive the first threatening letter, Bruce? Well, let's see. Today is Thursday, just a week ago. Mm-hmm. I would make it a week after Larson presumably died in prison, right? Well, there's no presumably about it, Clark. I made a careful check, talked to the prison doctor, even know where he was buried. Well, it's obvious, then, that if Larson's dead, he couldn't have written the letters and made the phone call. That's what I thought. So I called in a handwriting expert. I showed him the threatening letters, and I showed him a letter Larson had written to Robin's father five years ago. Uh-huh. He said the handwriting was identical. I even went further than that. You remember that I told you I recorded one of the anonymous telephone calls on my dictograph? Uh Uh-huh. Well, the reproduction wasn't too good, so I bought a record recording machine. Set it up near the telephone, and last night when one of the calls came through, I made a record of it. This morning, I located two of the circus people who had known Larson for years. Played it for them. They both swore it was unmistakably Larson's voice. Do you uh, have the record here? Yes. Would you like to hear it? Yes, if you don't mind. Okay, I'll set it up. It'll just take a minute. Say, incidentally, how much does Robin know about all this? Oh, practically nothing. He's been asking a lot of questions, but I've been stalling him. No sense getting him all upset. No, that's what I was going to say. As a matter of fact, that's why I sent him over to Jimmy Olsen's tonight. Get him out of the way so you and I could talk freely. Good. Uh, did he go alone? No. Alfred, our butler, went with him. Okay, it's all set. Are you ready? Shoot. Just calling again to warn you that nothing can save that boy. I'll follow him to the ends of the earth. Who is this? You know who it is. What do you want? You know what I want revenge. <laughs> well, that's all. He hung up there. Uh huh. This was uh, last night? Yes. Yes. Do you see now why I'm worried, Cardinal? Yes, of course I do. This sounds serious, Bruce. It is serious. That's why I need your help. Why, if anything happens to Robin... Now, take it easy. Nothing has happened to him yet. Sure, I know that. But what can we do to prevent something from happening to him? Well, let's see. There are two possibilities here. Either Larson prepared those threatening notes and phone calls before he died... Before he died? Oh, yes, he, he could have written the notes and recorded his voice on a phonograph record and then slipped all the stuff to an accomplice to be used in the event of his death. Yes, I suppose so. But why would Larson have gone to all that trouble? Well, he wanted revenge, didn't he? Yes, but so he dreamed up this way of, well, sort of haunting you and Robin from his grave, so to speak. Well, that could be. But you said you saw another possibility. Yes. Well, what's that? The possibility that Larson is alive. Now, that's ridiculous. Why is it? Well, because, as I told you before, I talked to Warden Hobbs and the prison doctor. They both assure me that he is dead. I see. Look, Bruce, uh, do you mind if we check with them again together? Well, no, of course not. But it's just a waste of time. Oh, maybe not. Let's see, it's pretty late. It's not too late to pay a visit. Let's go, Bruce. Now, look, wait. If you're operating on a hunch that there might have been some conniving at state prison, get that out of your mind. I've known Warden Hobbs for years, and I'll swear to his honesty. I know him, too, and I also think he's honest. Well, then why bother with a long trip up there? Well, for one thing, because I can't think of a better place from which to start getting at the bottom of this mess. You see, before we can make any moves at all, we must first determine definitely whether Larson is dead or alive. Personally, I'm still not sure either way. All right. I still say it's a waste of time, but I'm willing to go through the motions to satisfy you. Good. We'll take my Batmobile. and get us up to state prison in two hours. ha, <laughs> ha. The Supermobile will get us up there in two seconds. The what? Just wait till I strip down to my Superman costume and I'll show you. Oh, of course. How stupid of me. Here we are. All set. Up with this window. And up with you. Now, you ready? Let her rip. Okay, here we go, then. Out. Up. And away. to this minute, Warden. I can't understand it, Wayne. You say you identified those threatening notes as being in Eric Larson's handwriting? Without question. And the same goes for his voice over the telephone. But that's impossible. That's what I thought, until Kent here suggested that maybe Larson wrote the notes and recorded his voice before he died. What? Oh, I see what you mean. But another possibility, Warden, is that Larson is still alive. Oh, no, he isn't alive, Kent. I can personally vouch for that. Why, he died suddenly two weeks ago. Here in state prison? That's right. Where was he buried? Across the road in the prison cemetery. Would you mind letting us see his grave, Warden? Well, what in the world for? What's the idea, Clark? Oh, I'd just like to see it. You don't mind, do you, Warden? Well, I I suppose not. Come on. We'll pick up a lantern and walk over there. Thank you. Let's go, Bruce. Here's Eric Larson's grave, Kent. This one right here? That's right. His name is on the temporary marker. See? Uh Uh-huh. Well, Clark, you satisfied now? Yes. Yes, it's just as I thought, Bruce. What do you mean? Larson may have been buried in this grave. May have been? I tell you, he was. I saw him buried here. I don't deny that, Warden. But Larson's not here now. Warden Hobbs stares unbelievingly at Clark Kent, while Bruce Wayne's eyes widen in amazement. What does this mean? We'll know more in a moment when we return with the startling climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, it's a cheerful thing just to see a dish of Kellogg's Pep at the breakfast table. Pep looks so crisp and sunny and golden that, well, you can hardly wait to pitch in. And believe you me, a bowl of Pep tastes just as good as it looks. Those crunchy whole wheat flakes are crammed with sunny, catchy kind of flavor that, well, the same flavor that Pep is famous for. Pep, you know, is called the sunshine cereal. Yes, sir, when it comes to brightening up breakfast, Pep's a terrific hit. And Pep's terrific, too, when it comes to swell prizes. Three different kinds of prizes, one or the other in every Pep package. Makes each prize seem three times as exciting because you never know which one you'll get next. For instance, uh, you might find a colored cardboard model of a fighting plane, and you'd be smart to collect all seven model planes in the series. Or uh, you might find one of Pep's 24 full-color bird pictures with a full description on the reverse side to help you know these birds every time. Or you might find a bright-colored comic button picturing one of 18 different comic strip characters to, to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. So get in on the fun, gang, Ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pet first thing tomorrow. Standing by Eric Larson's grave in the darkness of the state prison cemetery, Clark Kent has just startled Warden Hobbs and Bruce Wayne, who was really the famous Batman, by saying, Larson may have been buried here, but he's not here now. What? You're out of your mind, Kent. If you'll have the casket dug up, Warden, you'll see I'm right. I'll do no such thing. I saw Eric Larson buried here myself two weeks ago. I see no reason for dignifying your ridiculous statement by digging up anything. But, Warden, we might... Oh, Ball, the, the, the ridiculous... Hey, how would you know, anyway? Huh? Uh, well, I... I uh, Kent uh... wouldn't make a statement like that unless he knew what he was talking about, Warden. No? Well, I'll say he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, why not open the grave and find out? Are you afraid? Well, of course not. I'll have it opened and show you. Good. You wait here. I'll get a couple of men. <laughs> Some cast. Looks like it's solid bronze. That's what it is, Wayne. Larson left a thousand dollars and a will requesting that he be buried in a bronze coffin. Okay, boys. Set it down right here. Now right. Hey. Uh, good. Now you and Mike go back to prison, Jones. I'll call you when I want you. Okay, Warden. Come on, buddy. Come on, Richard. Uh, hold that liner a little higher, will you, Wayne? Okay. I'll unscrew the headpiece and prove I'm right. How's this? Fine. Hey, that's funny. The screws were removed. Were. I could have told you that. But well, look here. There are none in the lid at all. Well, how do you suppose that happened? Oh, I can't understand this. I saw the lid screwed down. Open it, Warden. Well, that's what I'm gonna do. Great heavens! Well, the casket is empty. Uh huh. It's it's incredible. And hey, look here, Kent. How did you know it was empty? How? Oh, uh, I, I could see... You uh, couldn't uh, see through six feet of earth and a bronze coffin lid. Well, uh, look, Warden, they... Only Superman could do that. Only a... Oh. <laughs> what's the matter, Warden? I, I, I don't know. I, I feel qu- queer. I'm dizzy. What? So, so why I? Here, hey, what's Warden, the matter with what you? What is it? Everything is going around. Brown. Black. Warden! Uh... Clark! Bruce, Clark. Clark. Bruce! for heaven's sake, what is it? Clark, I... Clark, I... I, I can't Clark, breathe. I can't breathe. Clark, I... Wait a minute. Clark! I've got you, Bruce. Bruce! Warden! Great Scott! They're both unconscious. What's happening here? <laughs> Puzzled and alarmed, Clark Kent kneels by the motionless bodies of Bruce Wayne and Warden Hobbs, looks in bewilderment from them to the empty bronze casket of Eric Larson. What has happened to Bruce Wayne, who was really the famous Batman, and to the state prison warden? And what is the explanation of the empty casket and the strange notes and telephone calls, which apparently came from a dead man? Don't miss a single episode of our fascinating new story, fellows and girls. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the Sunshine Cereal. gang, when you line up all the famous names you know, you'll find Kellogg mighty near the top. That's Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. And here are some of the good things Kellogg packs into each plump tender biscuit of Kellogg shredded wheat. Flavor, natural nut sweet flavor, toasted just right. Nutrition, fine whole wheat nourishment. And for economy, Kellogg packs 15, 15 biscuits in every package, and they're made to fit the bowl. Try them soon. You'll like Kellogg's shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the world's largest network, the Mutual Broadcasting System.